This is Gospel Radio at its very best. 88.1 K-A-Y-T Praising the Lord. Come on, church. Make some noise in this place. Greeting. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress. We say this. Since he gave his life for me, tell me how. Yeah. Now, here's another thing we want you to know is that I'd rather have Jesus than all silver and gold. I'd like to say that one more time, but those of you that don't understand, I said I'd rather than all the silver, silver and gold. You see, silver and gold can do so much for you. Silver and gold can buy a lot of things, but it just can't save my soul. Now, when he woke me up this morning, I saw a brand new day. You know what I said? He's all right. He's everything that I need. Let me tell you. Yes, he is. The Lord is everything. You see, I've been a lot of places. I met a lot of folk. You see, I had a lot of great experience. 
But the Lord said that it will happen to me. Now, when you see me crying sometimes, don't worry about it because you know what? I'm going to take a trip with Jesus. Say, I won't be back. No more. Say, I Say, I won't be back. I won't be back no more. And you never hear my name again. Let me whip the Savior. Ooh, yeah. Now, if you never, you never hear my name again, don't worry about it because you know why? Fair you well. Goodbye. So long. Ah, yeah. Fare you well. Goodbye. If you never. You never see me again. Don't worry about it because you know what? I'm gonna live with the Savior. Oh yes, in our brand new home. Let me tell you one more time. I'm gonna live with the Savior. Oh yes, do. Good morning. We have some church here today, ain't we? Yeah. Well, I recommend Jesus for all your needs. If you in sin, He'll set you free. And when you're feeling down, as down as can be, I recommend Jesus for all your needs. I recommend Jesus. He'll supply all your needs. If you in sin, your God will set you free. And when you're feeling down, as down as can be, I recommend Jesus for all your needs. Now listen, church, I'm coming to you as plain as I know how, talking about the one who can do anything right now. He's sitting on his throne, waiting on you to call. He's the only one going to catch you when you fall, when when you're feeling down as can be, I recommend Jesus for all your needs. I recommend Jesus 
He'll supply all your needs. If you in sin, my God will set you free. And when you're feeling down, as low, low, low as can be, I recommend Jesus. I recommend Jesus. He's been so good to you for all your needs. Now let me tell you the reason why. Because he's able. He can do anything that a man cannot do. Jesus, and he's able to make hair, uh, but man can't make it grow. He's able to make a heart, and but man can't make it beat. That was a woman with an issue of blood. Uh, she heard Jesus passing by. She pressed away and touched his hymn. She got healed. And if she was here today, uh, she'll tell you she recommend him. But do you? Or uh, do you? Because I do. I recommend him because he's able. He can do. And that was a lame man. They bring him to church. Wouldn't take him in the church. He sat outside the church. And Peter and John came walking along. And they told him, I got something to give you. Pick up your bed. And immediately he started walking. But he was here today. And he'll tell you. He recommend him. Do you? Because I do. He woke me up uh, this morning. I had a little pain. But look at me now. Can I recommend him? Or do you? Or do you? Because I do. You supply all your needs. You go supply every need you have. Can I recommend him? Or do you? Because I do. I recommend him. He's able. He's able. Jesus for all your Thank God. We thank the Lord today.
it's a blessing, a privilege, and an honor to be here even this day. The Lord has done so much for us, we can't even tell it all. If we start right now, just saying what he's done for us just this week, we'll be bogged up and couldn't tell it. I'm thankful to God today for all of you. You know, I, I look all over this nation, and I think about leadership. And I ask myself a question, where is our leadership? Everybody that get in a position, they always holler, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And when we get there, we don't do, don't do, don't do. You call their hand, they say, Rome wasn't built in a day. I wonder why the change is. I want to try to share a thought with you today about a change. Why, why, is, why have we changed so much? Now, according to the Bible, I go by the Bible, I live by according to the Bible. According to the Bible, the Christian community should be ruling the entire universe. The Christian community should be ruling the entire universe. The secular society should be running to us for directions. We're supposed to be skilled and truthful in the word of God, which is the only way of life, that we can tell them what they short or what they need to or what they need to do. I thank God for the privilege. We don't always honor that. Because there are many people that want to be lifted up, want to be seen, want to be heard of men, want to be patted on the back of men, and they say whatever man wants them to say. But there's a time coming when you're going to have to stand up and face the Lord Jesus. And what God has given to us in this book was written in this book today. We got to give an account of why we didn't do what's written in the book, but we decided to do other things like we want to do them. But I fear... I fear destructions that are going to come, even on church people. I said on the other day that I was once lost, just like anybody else. When I seen the light, I wanted to share that light with somebody else. Every believer in Jesus Christ should want to share the light that Christ put in them. That light glow everywhere you go. That light uh, make man know just who you are. When you have that love in your, inside of you, one for another, everybody will know that you're a disciple of Christ. I'm honored today. Scripture that we have before us today from 2 Corinthians. First chapter, one through seven, verse. Second Corinthian, second letter, Paul's second letter to the Corinthian church. And it shouldn't have been a second letter, but it was a second letter. We can't deny and argue over it because God wants us to give heed to what the word says. Yes, Even as I stand before you this day, the Lord wants you to give heed to me. I'm the one bringing forth the word. 
It's not that I'm God, but I am his servant. I've been called and chosen to do what I'm doing now. And look among the people and know how to treat everybody according to the word of God. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are in Acadia, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Bless be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of comfort, who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble, in trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the suffering of Christ abounded in us, so our consolation also abounds by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the endurance of the same suffering, which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for our consolation and salvation. Finally, in our hope, of you is steadfast, knowing that as we are partakers of the suffering, so shall ye be also of the consolation. You may be seated. Thank God for you. As a pastor of, as the pastor of New Scotland Baptist Church, God has called me to provide the word to the people at this church. It was the will of Jesus Christ. It was Jesus that called me. It's the Holy Spirit that called me. Jesus that sanctified me because of my belief in Christ Jesus. And the Lord was glorified when he called me. So it took God and Jesus. They put the stamp of approval upon me. It wasn't because of no man, see how great I was or how less I was, but it was God and Jesus Christ that gave me the stamp of approval. And because I received the stamp of approval from God, I need to give all my source from God. We had a lot of people on this earth. They study, they know God's word, but we can't get along. Why is that? The words say the same thing to everybody in here. But we can't get along. Some said mean this and others said mean that. And what Lionel Smith say, it means what the words say. Amen. When we take it out of context, the church will never have peace in it. It's going to be destruction. It's going to be turmoils in the church because what we do, we always give an opinion instead of giving what Jesus said. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And all through the generation, the Word stayed the same. God said he changed not. If he didn't change, why are we changing? Paul said, through the will of God, through Jesus Christ that called me, through the Holy Spirit that keeps me, while I'm yet here on this earth. And to all the preachers at New Scotland Baptist Church, every one of them, every one of them, Mount Pistol, 
every preacher here, male or female, to all of them, and to the New Scott Island Baptist Church, listen to what I say, and to all the saints that's gathered here this day, grace be unto you. The grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What is that grace? Unmerited favor with God. Something that he gave you that you didn't deserve. My Lord, my Lord. God seemed fit in you. I don't care how bad you were. God changed it, transformed you into what he wants you to be. And when he transforms what he wants you to be, he wants you to walk like he walk. Talk like he talks. Say what he say. And when the storms of life come, hear me today. When the storms of life come, we'll be just like Jesus. Don't you remember when the storm rose when Jesus was out on the water? When Peter was standing on the water, walking in faith of, of his Savior, Jesus Christ. And when the storm come, Peter looked away from Jesus and looked to the storm or the, the happenings of this world. He began to sink. But what Jesus did, he reached down. He didn't tell him to get up. See, that's an easy thing to say. People are always trying to tell you what you need to do instead of showing you or raising you up. He reached down and picked Peter up. Said, go back to the boat. Now watch this. He wasn't under the water going back to the boat. He was on the water going back to the boat. The word, the same word that had him on top is the same one that put him back to the boat. Same word, no difference. Same man spoke the same word. God gave it to Jesus. Jesus gave it to the disciples, to the apostles, to the preachers, to the pastors. And we got to teach the same thing. It hadn't changed. If we change the word of God, condemnation is going to come on us. We got to stay in the word. How can you get up and say the word won't somebody believe you, your word that you give them, you don't believe what Jesus gave and the only way you get to heaven is you got to go through Jesus. And the Bible says Jesus is the word. And everybody here in Woodside, Samtown, this gathering here at New Scotland Baptist Church, the word is for you. The word is for me. The word is for us. And this word, we got a treasure in our heart. We got to think a lot of the word. We got to confess the word before we get saved. Thou the Christ, the son of the living God. We got to do it. And we, he goes on to say, say, grace be unto you. Peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Saints, brothers in Christ, grace be to you. And peace from God, our Lord and Savior Christ. I want you to know you didn't earn what you got today. It was by the mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You run around here sometime like I did in previous time. You run around here and think you know something. You don't know nothing. When you know something, you know Jesus or you know somebody. You know Jesus, you know God, you know Jehovah. And whatever name they call it, just believe in the name, you're going to be all right. God got all kind of names. But what we did, we took out the name that we were familiar with, and we thought we was the only one saved. 
A lot of denominations do that. They take the name that they go by, and they're the honest people saved by Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous, y'all. It's ridiculous that we get in the word and change the word. Other words, what I'm telling God, Lord, you ain't smart enough to tell me what to do. That's what you're saying. This is what it really means, God. And Jesus taught us and told us he didn't teach nothing except for the use of a parable. Why would Jesus use a parable to his chosen one? He wanted, them, he wanted to make sure they understood what he was saying. He wanted them to believe in who he was. And so, say you have earned unmerited favor with God. And say, church, y'all hear me. There should be peace. Listen to me good. In the church. There should be joy in the church. It was given by the Father and the Son. It shouldn't be confusion in the church. Shouldn't be hatred in the church. It should be loyalty, peace, love, joy, understanding, patient experience. We're supposed to come in this building, everybody loving one another, everybody high-fiving one another. Hey, how you doing? How parents doing? How mother doing? How father doing? That's what we're supposed to be every day of our life. We're supposed to set the example how this world is supposed to live. But I see where sometimes we find faults in the church. That's not for us to look for. We got to look for good things. And when the faults come up, you overcome the fault. They won't affect you none. God is not going to whoop me for what somebody else did. The only time I'm going to get whooped is if I don't address a situation that come up and you know it, and it come up and I don't address it, then I'm going to be punished for it. But when I address it, that alleviates me from the pressure. Every man got to stand before the German seat of Christ for himself. He's going to whoop me because I don't tell you the truth. Help us, Lord. So I will give you, this is what he say. I want to give you a pastor. I want to give you pastors according to my heart. Which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Listen at this. I'm going to give you a pastor. A pastor according to my heart. Now what are you saying, Pastor, according to my heart, preacher? I'm saying I need to think like God. I need to think just like Jesus. I need to be in the heart of God. I need to act just like I'm coming from God, directly from God where I stand this day. I need to know how to get along with the church. Do you believe I'm so ignorant that I don't know that some people ain't strong as others in the church? And then you don't, I'm the pastor of the whole church, not part of the church. I don't have a little click group over here, a little click group over there, but I have one group. And the Lord going to hold me responsible if I show partiality to anybody. I got to give the same food to everybody. And when I feed you, I got to know it's prescribed to you. What are you saying? It's the word of God. It's the word of God. And God's word, what it do to me, it say, it give me some knowledge, extra knowledge, let me know that. Now, how did God know that? How he told me to do this and this would happen. Do that and that would happen. Because I believed in it by faith. I believe that whatever God said is true. There have been some prophets and apostles that question God. But when they come to themselves, they're asking to forgive them. 
they didn't know at the time you ain't supposed to question God. Why would you question the word of God? Why would you question God's authority? Why would you not believe that the nine gifts in the church and all of them for the body of Christ to be used every day? Why wouldn't you be? It's in the book. Why wouldn't you believe it? God called a minister to preach the word. Acts 20 and 28 say, take heed therefore unto yourself. Talking to me now. Take heed therefore to yourself and to all the flocks over which the Holy Ghost, watch this, the Holy Ghost on earth right now with us every day of our life, the Holy Ghost has made you overseer. Got one pastor in the church, y'all. And he told me to feed the church of God. No, don't go around here hollering about this Reverend Smith church. This ain't my church. No. I'm a servant. No. Just standing on the wall to tell you what direction to go in. That's all. This is the Lord's church. Matthew 16, 18. Amen. On this rock I bear my church. The gates of hell shall not what prevail against it. There's no power need to come in the church and rule the church. The church is supposed to rule all power. Yeah. All powers come from above. said, Lord, I'm in your word, but they don't want to hear me. Yeah. Well, say it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't going about your business. Yeah. Don't stay there. Tell me you got to do this, you got to do that. When I see people saying you got to do all the time, I said they ain't fixed. They ought to have sense enough to know that the word said just give it to them and go on about your business. False interpretation is a sin. Just give it. Jesus didn't pound nothing in nobody. What did he tell us? Pharisees were well-learned group of people. Scribes and Pharisees, they well-learned people. They, they interpreted the laws and they wrote laws and all that. He said, woe be unto you, scribe and your Pharisee. You worship me with the lip, but your heart is far from me. We ain't even on the same page. We take a law and try to make people live by And Jesus told us to live by love. Lord, how much of them gallo. He said, live by love. See, when I love you, I'm going to treat you right all the time. If, if, if you make a mistake with me, I'm still going to treat you right. That's love, y'all. In, in spite of we got different in opinion, I'm still going to treat you right. You got much right to say something as I have. But you got to control it. You got to control it. That's why God sent the Holy Spirit to the earth that it may keep us until he returned back for us. We don't, sometimes we don't want to be kept by God. We step out on a limb where we think we it. But I want to tell you, if you think you it and a storm come, it's going to be trouble in the valley. Blessed be God, even our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and a God of comfort. I don't care what we go through. God is right there for us. I hear people say the Lord put that on you. He ain't did nothing. Stop that. Preachers, y'all start telling folks to stop lying. God ain't putting nothing on you. He the one that take everything off of us. That ain't good for us. He's the one that taking it all. Why we? Why if God put it on you, why are you praying and asking to have mercy on me and forgive me? Why? Instead of say put some more on me. Satan, the one that tempt and try you, 
not God. God already know what you're going to do. He know the very intent of your thoughts. He know what you can do. He know how much you can handle, how much you can control. So it, it's not him. It's the work of demonic spirits that we receive in our life that get, dictate to us how we ought to be doing things instead of just going to the book. Let me, let me show you a good example. If you go buy something from the store, say you buy a car, they're going to give you a manual. They're going to give you a manual. And they got your record at the company. If they say oil change every three months, that's what it means. Go change your oil. If you go eight months and one day your motor start clicking and knocking and you take it there and they look on their record and see where you hadn't had no oil change, the warranty expired. God's grace expired when we don't do what he say and handle it like he say handle it. He, don't, he can't own up to that no more. The only time he go with the sinner is when he asks for salvation. Here he is cry. But when you're not living according to the will of God, God don't hear that mess. We need to know the truth. He don't hear that. We, we have problem with love, maybe in the choir stand, maybe on the preacher's board, maybe on the usher board, maybe on the usher board or whatever. We have love and difference in the departments in the church. God don't hear your prayer. I'm trying to help you now. He don't hear them prayer. You got to learn how to get along with people. You got to learn how to lift people up. Spoken to God would have tore us down. We was wretched and undone, no good. What if he'd have looked on us and got mad with us? He'd have destroyed the whole world. And all the low down as we was, he looked to the Father and said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Have mercy upon them. God took something from us, and we can't take nothing from one another. That amazed me. It amazed me. It just amazed me. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy yeah. have begotten us unto a lively hope yeah. by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance incorruptible. He saved you, sanctified you, and he's keeping you, and you're going to be with him. Yes. You're undefiled, and that fate is not away. Reserved in heaven for you. Your seat already fixed, y'all. And you let people tell you all kind of old funny style stuff. If you've been accepted Christ and Christ cleaned you up and fixed you up, got you ready for his kingdom, and then you got the devil come start whispering in your ear. To throw you off course. Don't do that. Don't listen at that foolishness. Go to the word. Tell them to give me some word. Not your opinion. Give me some word. So you kept me by the power of God. Through faith unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last day. I'm ready now y'all. When I get to the finish line. I'm ready to stand before my master. I ain't got no weight in that, that heavy load. I, heavy load. I got rid of my heavy load. I'm ready. I'm, run, I'm in a race now where I'm running with peace, joy, with love, with understanding, with patience. I'm running. I don't have no hold back. That may be somebody on another lane just cannot run me. Listen good. Maybe somebody on another lane less strong than me. But in my lane, I'm just going to run my lane. 
And it wasn't first, second, or third. When I get to the finish line, all the rewards the same. According to our works, to our faith and our believing in Christ Jesus, he's blessing. He's blessing us like never before. He says, says to us, ask the question, who comforted us? Look, who comforted us in our tribulation? Who is that that comforted us? Who is that when I'm in despair? Don't know what to do. Grab my head, pulling my hair out of my head. Look like everybody turned their backs on me. Who comforted me? Who come up to me and say, look, don't worry about it, Pastor. It's going to be all right. Who doing it? First thing I hear church folks say, well, he or she need to pray. They're already praying. Tell them something else good. Say the Lord, just keep talking to him, baby. May not come when you want him, but he's going to be on time. I promise you that. Just keep talking to him. Don't get discouraged. Don't get dismayed. Keep on talking. It's going to be all right. He said we ought to be able to comfort one another. I love that. Pastor, if you and I can't comfort each other, We got to learn how to comfort people. See, what y'all look for, church folks look for a lot of time. We want to act like we're in heaven, even though Matthew 6 tells us to let my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And they, but listen to what you're saying. Now, listen to what you're saying. I'm supposed to be just like Jesus down here, just like he'd be up there. And he ain't going to change. He don't change. I'm supposed to live holy down on earth just like I live holy in heaven. Yes. That's why the book say I'm going to make new heaven. And new earth, he's going to purify because Satan raised hell in heaven. They had to cast him out. So the heaven somewhat disappeared, and then earth been um, impure. So the Lord going to renew both of them. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Going to renew both of them. Now, 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 now listen to this. See, he comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are what? In any kind of trouble. Any kind. Any kind of trouble. Saints, we ought to be able to do something to help somebody. Instead of stand back and say they need to pray. Come let preacher lay hand on. No, you look, you should do something to comfort these people. We holler about I love you. God bless you. I love you. Oh, ain't he good? Won't he save you? He will do all that. But you need to love one another. See, we, we, it's too many of us in the church love God too much and don't like our brother. We feel love with God. God, God, I can't walk, I can't talk, just God. You say, good morning, go, God. Something wrong with that, y'all. You mean tell me I got the power of the Holy Ghost living in you, and I can't a guy out there smoking a cigarette, and I can't go shake his hand? It's something wrong with that. Well, I must don't have the Holy Ghost, because he gave me the Holy Ghost to protect and shield me from all hurt, harm, and danger. 
Y'all know another God I don't know. I'm just being honest. I don't know him. I don't know the God that wants you frown up all the time, can't talk to people, can't get along with nobody. I don't know that God. I know a God that tells me peace be unto you, huh? And to all the brothers, all the sisters. Today in time, the law got us in slavery. I have to watch now. I got to watch. Betty, you sure look good. You sure, Rev? Rev told Miss Betty she looked good. He run, him and Betty got something going. God help us. We got too many schisms in the church. We need to get rid of them schisms in the church. I, I see church folks, they're walking in the street. Why you ain't in the house of God? You can't stay in the house of God 24-7. When you leave out of here, you've been empowered to go through Becker's Valley. Am I right, Pastor? You've been empowered by the power of the Holy Ghost to go anywhere you want to. But guess what? The power that lives in you is going to keep you. Not just through the Jordan River, not just through the Red Sea, not just in the lion's den, not just in the furnish. It'll keep you everywhere, all time and anywhere. This is what God does with us. He's the God that comforted us. When everything else has failed, look like you don't have friends nowhere. You, you, you mess around, you get on your knees and start talking to him. And before you know it, you done fell asleep. When you wake up, all those burdens gone, y'all. The comfort is there. The joy is there. Wonder what happened. I was like this yesterday. That's the Lord. That's God doing that. I was blind. I see none. I was lost. But in that process, God didn't save me. What joy, what peace, what love. That's why I went to church sometimes. It'd be bothering me. I can't say nothing because I'm not a confusing person. I don't like no back talk and all that foolishness with me. I don't like that. I don't give it to nobody. I don't want you giving it to me. I see people all the time getting in a, 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 a racial whereby they say, you need to do this, Rev. You need to, I don't need to do nothing but serve Jesus and treat you like a human being, treat you like a son or a daughter or heir of the kingdom. That's all I need to do. How can two walk together unless they agree? I can't Stand side of Reverend Gallagher because I can't stand it. But I'm up here preaching. God help me. I'm up here preaching. But I can't stand it. I don't like the deacon, but I'm here preaching love. Look, y'all, starting with me, we better get this thing straight. I don't know when he's coming. He didn't tell me when he's coming. But we need to get ready so when he do come, we'll be ready to go back with him. For as the suffering of Christ abound in us, listen, 
So our consolation also abounds by Christ. If Jesus went through it, we should be able to go through it too. And don't break. Watch this. And don't break, I say. Go through it, but don't break. I know Martin right there. If I, if I lean, he's going to push me back up. That's what he's saying. Don't break. Go on through it. Jesus suffered for us. We're going to have to go through some suffering also. And your suffering ain't nothing but purifying you. Because God already know who you are, whose you are, what you are. So when you suffer, it is just to purify you. I done heard it all my life. Yeah, Lanier yeah, going through there for what he did. God been forgave that. And he said he ain't going to bring that up no more. Huh? In this world, not a word will come. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Why are we church folk getting up here and talking about he's suffering because God God didn't forgive me for that. That ain't going to come up. He'll never ask me that when I stand before him. Why people do that, though? We Christians, why we do that? That's why I tell y'all, study the Bible. Don't just read the scripture and run off with it. Study it. Get the history of it. Understand it. Be patient when you study it. Have an open mind when you study it. Don't have preconceived ideas. Just get the word and let the word just, just eat you up. And the more it eat on you, the more pure you get. Because Matthew 5, or they say, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is also perfect. That's all God wants from us. If he could, if, if I tell you all the time, if we'll all get on one accord, one mind, at New Scotland Baptist Church, one mind, one accord, the same spirit that governs every one of us. If we ever get there, there'll be no sickness, no hunger in this whole community. We don't want to do that. We want to run around here with opinions. We want to run around here and tell me the Lord told me, and you got a pastor, and then you tell me the Lord told you something. Where'd that come from? There's no way on this earth God's going to tell anybody in here how to govern this body of people unless it's me. We need to understand that. Now, he can give you a word of knowledge. Oh, I can defend myself. He can give you a word of knowledge. And if he give you a word of knowledge from me, when I see you coming through that door, I already know what you're going to say. Because God had already spoke to me and told me. I know what some of you think. Well, he think he know everything. No, God showed me. Then say a word of knowledge comes. Don't defy it. Don't reject it. Receive it. But he already told me what's going to be. That's what I'm saying. We get in there and tell the Spirit told me to do this. The Spirit told me to do that. Stop lying on the Spirit. You got to give an account of all that. You got to stand before the German seat of Christ and give an account of all them lies you tell on the Spirit. And you got to give an account of all them lies you put on the devil. Tell me the devil made me do this. Stop that. You did it on your own. You had a right to choose one way or the other. But the Spirit told you that the Spirit ain't never lied. Spirit ain't never did no evil and never will do no evil. So if Christ go through some stuff, rejoice and be happy when we go through this stuff. Because we realize now according to scripture, we're going to be purified more. more. The more we'll try, the more pure we're going to be. The more pure we're going to be. Sometime, I used to say this all the time when I was young. I said, well, sick people, Christians ain't got nothing to be sick because God say this and God say that. 
But Satan just torments your body. Satan come to you and do things to you to make you have doubt. Once you have doubt, and these things will come up on you. But if you have a firm, compact mind and don't doubt, just believe in God. See, like Job say, if he don't say, man, he able to do it. The Hebrew boys, he put them in torment, put them in hell. But guess what? They knew somebody. They knew a man. They didn't have to pay no cost to get out of jail. They knew a man. His name was Jesus. His name was Jesus. His name was Jehovah. His name was God. His name was El Shaddai. They knew him. In regards to what was going on, they knew him, and then when the fire got hot and they heated up seven times hotter than it normally be. And when they was in there, he ran down, and my soldier ran down there and said, looked in there and had a peep in the door and said, look, but we put three in there. But behold, I see four, and the fourth one looked like the Son of Man. Good God Almighty. Jesus was up in there with that fire, and he had his air condition with him. That's the holy word of God. That's the holy power of God was with him. And them boys was cool. Not only that, Daniel, the prophet Daniel, throwed him in the lion's den because they told him, and that's what we face this every day, y'all, tribulation. They put him in the lion's den because they told him, don't pray to no other God but to our God. And Daniel, they knew his routine. He prayed three times every day. And they said, we know how to trap Daniel because he ain't going to give up. Daniel, he loved that man called God. He'll kill himself for God. He said, but king, you made a decree. Give us the permission to go down and we're going to trap him. We're going to trap that boy. And so Daniel ain't never stopped praying. Never stopped talking to God. So he came and caught him. And the king loved Daniel. And said, oh king, you passed that decree, sir. You got to hold up to it. Everybody looking at you. You got to hold up to the decree that you passed. So he said, um, okay. They got Daniel, put him in a line then. But the king said in his spirits, in his being, he said, go ahead on. Ain't nothing going to happen to you. When he put him in the bin, everybody knew he was going to be, but the king didn't believe that he was going to be ate up. King come out running early in the morning. Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. How could you be here in the line den, Daniel? Them lions hungry have been growling all night. But this particular night, I ain't hear no growling. All y'all was asleep. You were sleeping in Jesus, and I had them put to sleep in evil. So God bring us through our tribulation. He bring us through these things that we have before us every day of our life. So if you be tried, don't get upset. You should have a friend that you can trust. Oh, blind there, shut your mouth. Everybody in here this day should have at least one person on earth that they can come to any time and talk to them. Every human being in this church today should be somebody that they can come to and talk to. And they don't start giving predictions and all that. And listen at you what you got to say. 
hear the whole story of what you got to say. Then when the whole story, what you got to say, been given, then they from the spiritual realm of God, they're going to give you some consolation by the word of God. That's what we have to be, y'all. I know it don't seem right. It don't seem good. But when Jesus come out, if he come right now, I'm sure it is. I have no doubt. He going to tell me if standing right here and he come back through the door, he going to say, servant, well done. He going to tell me that. You've been faithful to teach what I told you to teach. You hadn't veered away from it at all. Come on up here. I ain't got no doubt about that. I don't have doubts in the word of God. I have a doubts in the world and stuff. But in Christ, I don't have doubts. He made me whole. Nobody else did. And whatsoever, hear me good. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and your salvation, which is effectual. It's going to work. Listen good now. In the endurance of the same suffering which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. I've been through this. If I tell you it's going to be all right, you're going to come out all right, just believe me, please. It's going to be all right. Your joy is going to start springing forth. I don't care how bad the situation looked. You're going to come out of it. You're coming out of it. You've got to have faith to know that you're coming out of it. All of us had some bad days. Anybody in here hadn't had a bad day? Please, anybody, raise your hand. I want you to explain to me right now how your day's never been bad. I'm going to stop and give you a chance to explain to me how your days ain't never been bad. You ain't never had no bad day. So everybody must have had a bad day, huh? I had some, Dyson. Yeah, I had some. But I didn't give up. I didn't give up. And what God did, he looked beyond every fault was in me. And he seen what I need. And he brought and come to my rescue and delivered me. But this untoward generation. And our hope of you is steadfast. I'm, I'm knowing. I ain't got no doubt about you. Knowing that as you are huh, partakers of the suffering, so shall you be of his consolation. If you believe and accept Jesus as he is, his comfort, his consolation, his peace, his joy, his understanding, everything his words say to you is true. And you believe it's true and you stand on that truth that this is God's way of doing things. God say, look, you're going to have a consolation. You're going to have comfort. John 14 say, let not your heart what? be troubled. You believe in God, believe what? Also, so the dad and the son, the same person, right? And then what he did, he sent the same person again to the earth to stay with us till we come back. Say, huh? Listen to what he did. The same person. Three plus three. Three plus one plus one plus one plus three. Three people. Three times one is three, huh? Two plus one, the father and the son, and the other part, the Holy Ghost, make three. In one. So when he sent us out, all of them had the same message. Because watch this. The apostles say, let this mind be in you. There was also in Christ Jesus. What you mean? We got other words. God won't. 17 John, Jesus prayed that prayer. 
You say, Father, me and you won already. Yeah. I want them yeah. like us, me and you, yeah. to be one also. Yeah. And the word that you've given them, Father, yeah. I want them to teach the same thing we taught. Yeah. Yeah. And the other people are going to be one too. Yeah. And say we're going to be made up of one body, yeah. but it's going to have many members. Yeah. Boy, that's amazing. And you're going to tell me, you're going to stand before me and tell me it's more than one word? Amen. I decline to listen at this foolishness. It ain't but one God, one faith, and one baptism. Now, if you know something else, please come on the sideline and tell me about it. I want to learn it too. I don't know everything, but I know Jesus. I know Jesus is not the author of confusion. But he's of peace and joy and love and understanding of patience. That's what he is. We got to be helpers one of another. We got to know that it was God looked beyond my fault, your fault, our fault, and saw what we need. We wouldn't be in here today if we didn't believe Jesus. It's a lot of things we could be doing. Even though football season hadn't started, we'd be in the park now. We be cooling it out with our hair down, the little bit I got, you know. But whatever you had, God took it from you. He took it by you believing and confessing him as Lord and Savior. God took it. And he said, it's far away from you as the east is from the west. Is there one today ready to come and give their life to Jesus? By letter, Christian experience, or by baptism, you want to come be part of this fellowship of this congregation? You may do it this time. God is able. He's willing. He's ready to receive you as sons or daughters, as heirs and journey heirs with Jesus Christ. He's, he's ready right now. And he can't, God can't lose. Jesus can't lose. The spirit of God can't lose. If you're here, just come. Come. God waiting on you to come. He's waiting. He's waiting right now. He's waiting. He's so great. He's so great. He's so good. He's so merciful. He's so compassionate today. Just come. Just come, please. He's God all by himself. God help us. Help us, Lord Jesus.